Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast. In a moment, I'm going to introduce you to a really special guest. I'm thrilled about this episode. There are a bunch of you that have had a preview that this was going to happen and you've been eagerly awaiting it. So I, I don't want to keep you too long, but I do want to mention that I'm about to launch my next small uh, coaching groups. So they're going to start on the 1st of February. And this is for you, if you are somebody that uh, has taken a break from alcohol, you might be in the middle of something like the live alcohol experiment, and you've had a taste of uh, what it's like to be alcohol free. You want to continue on that way, but you're not entirely sure how to do it on your own. So come and join me. We're going to be in small groups of women. There's five to seven women in a group. And we're going to be doing a bunch of stuff together, including going through all of those first alcohol free, amassing some time alcohol free and getting to know ourselves again, coming back home to the truth of who and what we really are. So these are uh, the, the wonderful groups where you're going to be having the camaraderie of other women that are just like you and doing a bunch of wonderful stuff together. Uh, we've got coaching calls every week on Zoom and then we connect over Marco Polo in between. So if you're interested at all, there'll be a link with the show notes. You can click on that, make an application call with me, and then we get started on the 1st of February. So that's the the um, promotional stuff over at the beginning. And now I'm going to introduce you to my good friend, Charlotte. Hello, Charlotte. How are you today? Hello. I'm really good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> So Charlotte is, um, this is sound very important. Now, Charlotte's my stylist. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought I'd have very a stylist. <laughs> Always knew I needed one. <laughs> so I, I met Charlotte um, rather randomly last, the back end of last year. So I was having dinner with a good friend of mine and I was bemoaning the fact that I hated my clothes and my wardrobe and I couldn't figure out what to wear. In fact, that night that I'd gone out for dinner with my friend, I I was just getting all stressed out because everything I must have put on about five or six different outfits felt like shit in everything and then started to feel miserable about going out with my friend when actually, you know, I don't get to see her very often. I was really looking forward to it. And so we were having this conversation over dinner of like, I think I said something to her like, I just want somebody to come, take my whole wardrobe, get rid of it and start again. <laughs> so she Googles um, stylist, you know, wardrobe, clear out or whatever. And uh, as if by divine intervention, uh, she found you, Charlotte. And uh, and so I got in touch with you and just I, I loved you from the second that we made contact. I, I just loved the way that um, the way that you spoke, the questions that you asked me, the your Instagram's amazing, which we're going to share for, for people to, uh, to have a look at what you do. And when we physically met, I was like, this is my person. And 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 that day that we spent together, so um, we'll, we'll talk about the, the work that Charlotte does. But that day was just, it, it was incredible. What you did for me in that day was, it, it was beyond anything that I thought possible. And, and I honestly thought that we would have been ditching my entire wardrobe and starting again. And it, and it wasn't that at all. Um, and I had this moment that I really want to bring to life of seeing myself for the first time in a long time. And, and, and that's really important. What I was just talking about with these small groups, these small coaching groups is that often uh, what we find is we've been so disconnected from ourselves for so long. And I know that you've got experience of this with the clients that you work with, that we, we just don't know ourselves very well. And the work that I do in small group is having people come back home to themselves. And what you afforded me in that moment where I looked in the mirror and you said to me, is that you, Ellie? And I said, yeah, that's me. And then I think I cried. Yeah, you did. And I gave you a big cuddle because that's what I do. <laughs> that is so nice to hear. Nice to hear that you felt like you, I mean, not nice to hear yeah. feeling so lost. And yeah. it's it's isn't it rubbish when you just don't know what to put on to go out to see a friend and waste all that energy when you just want to go out with busy mums, with busy people. And for me, getting somebody out is so much more important 
than sitting there worrying what to wear. And I think I said to you and admitted to you that there were times in my 20s and probably early 30s before children that I didn't go out. And I worked in fashion and I knew what kind of what I was doing. But the overwhelm, the anxiety, the stress, the not knowing if you're going to look good enough, if you're going to dress right, if someone's going to say you look like something, mm. all these things stop us doing something like going out and having a great time. Mm. And it's bonkers. It's so sad. Mm. So that's one of the main things that I want to do with people is get them to a point where they're like, oh, I can go out tonight, I can go and go to cinema, go and have dinner, um, whatever it is, go and see your friend, go for a walk, put something mm. on and go. Just put well, it where, on and go. Yeah. Well, wh- where, <laughs> I went, where I went from was on, honestly thinking that I had nothing, like literally nothing to uh, bare bones in my wardrobe, like scraping the bottom of the barrel trying to find something to go out in. You came and spent that time with me. And at the back end of it, I was like, shit, I've got too many outfits to wear, not enough places <laughs> You need to go out all the time now. Your wardrobe was full of amazing pieces. And I think the downside for people, or the really hard thing for people, is to look at it with fresh eyes. Because don't get me wrong, I I find getting dressed now that I'm 42, I keep saying 43 because we're nearly in next year. It's really bad. I'm aging myself six months. Um, But I'm 42 now and I find getting dressed easier now than I ever had. And I'm like, a totally different shape to when it was should have been easy. I've got my two children. I've got my own business. I'm a really busy lady, but I find it easier. And that's with all the struggles and things that we might go into today or not, but it's on my website and I'm very open about it on Instagram. With all the struggles that I've had, to be able to say that at this point in time feels amazing. So that's why I want to help everybody else feel the same too. And going into somebody's wardrobe where I love and I'm it sounds really modest but I'm really good at putting outfits together for people who think they've got nothing and I I get really excited about clothes as you obviously witnessed because for me I'm coming in and looking at it I've got no emotional attachment nothing means anything to me I'm just like wow what is in here even if people say to me honestly you're going to be here for 10 minutes because it's awful and I'm always there for at least four hours and we just have an amazing time and put things and you had so many great things but we did start with the bits you thought you hated yeah, and in 20 minutes, we'd already made about 10 outfits. Yeah, and, th- and this was the thing that I, I totally wasn't expecting. because th- there was So we opened my wardrobe, and the first thing you said was, what's all of that? And I was like, that's my HRT stash. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, and wanted- then I went and bought that cleanser from Aldi that you recommended as well. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Save money on cleanser, invest money in yourself. It's much better. <laughs> so once we got past this, the stash of Aldi facial cleanser, like the Liz Earl one and uh, the HRT, <laughs> Um, Charlotte wanted to start with the things that I was considering like getting rid of, which was quite a lot actually. And the, the things that I, 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 I just, I, I just couldn't find a, a way with. And I remember like almost like the feeling of like, well, huge discomfort, which is always a good sign of growth is on the way. And an almost like embarrassment of like myself and my inability to, a, you know an outfit together and all the rest of it and and it felt like a really strange place to start but what transpired was it, it was like it was just like magic because that you you really like came into your own and all of a sudden as you said like there's all of these outfits from things that I honestly thought that I was going to be getting rid of and one of the things in particular was the the coat so I had this beautiful wool bright fuchsia pink like the top I've got on right now this it was cor- amazing it's absolutely oh. beyond gorgeous sorry to interrupt but it was stunning it is and and the thing is that coat I bought that when I was pregnant with Pearl my eldest so it's about 10 years old that coat and I'd worn it when I was pregnant and then put it in the wardrobe never it never seen the light of day since and I tried it on before I met you for this you know coming sort of autumn winter season and I and I put it on and I honestly I looked at myself thought, oh, it doesn't fit properly and I look awful and I was about to get rid of this coat and look your eyes <laughs> and that coat since seeing you like I have worn that more than anything felt amazing in it had so many people every time I wear it somebody comments on it and it's it's just that the whole thing is just so liberating how you can go from feeling so bound and so limited to feeling so expansive so I would just I'd really love you to to just give a a little bit of a flavor as to like 
what happens uh, okay yeah and, and so why you do things the way that you do so first of all every single person that I work with and I feel weird saying work because to me like it's so enjoyable I love and you would have felt this I'm sure I love every second that I'm with somebody I love it whether they've got loads of clothes no clothes whether they've got loads of confidence but just a bit lost whether they've been through some sort of life transformation or they've reached the menopause or had babies and lost who they are or all these kind of things I just get so excited and happy to work with somebody because I know what they're going to be like afterwards and that's what makes me it kind of fuels me and I think so they, they are all very different, which is why whenever I, somebody says to me, oh, I want to book you, I want to talk to you, I first of all say to them, can we have a call? Let's have a quick 10 minutes. Because for me, it's really important that somebody like gels with me and knows that I'm not going to come into their house and give them loads of rules. I'm not going to say to them, you can't wear this, you must wear this, your skin colours this, so you mustn't only wear this and this shape and this shape. I'm not really a rules person. I've always been quite sort of rebellious in my life. And I'm if I like something, I'm going to damn well do it and I'm going to give it 100%. But I think it's really important and I'm very different to quite a lot of stylists in that I want to show you what not to wear as well as what to wear. Mm -hmm. In that, what I mean is a lot of people have things that they think don't suit them, don't fit them and that they don't wear. Well, I want them to know why. So for me, spending money on me, for example, or anything that's to do with self-care or anything that's to do with you has to be really good value for money because we all put ourselves last and we'll spend loads of money on our kids and we'll spend loads of money on our house. But actually spending a little bit of money on yourself is so valuable. So what I want somebody to get out of their session with me is also the, the outfits, the creative outfits, the confidence boost, the empowerment, the feeling great, but also not, I don't call them mistakes. I hate the word mistakes those things that they've bought that don't work for them anymore, if it's just fit or if it's just colour or whatever, that's easy. But if it's, for example, somebody doesn't suit a certain neckline, for example, and they've bought 20 things of it and they're never wearing any of them, I want them to know why before they get rid of them. Right, let's not look for that next time you go shopping because you don't wear it, you don't enjoy wearing it, it doesn't really suit you. So it will be ingrained in them by the time we finish. So I do that with them. But I also, with you, when I'm... Um, when we started so some stylists will say to you right strip everything out to start with that you don't like you don't want imagine if I'd done that if I'd done that to you and I'd have got there and we'd have lost some of those amazing pieces so yeah. for me saying to you put something on that you're not sure about I'm assessing in a way in a nice way you from the minute I meet you to understand what your style is to understand what you like to understand how you're sort of thinking about yourself um like you said you you, you got sad at that what first thing because you were like oh my god this is me this feels great I would say that every oh, every maybe nine in ten people that I work with end up in tears within the first half an hour because they feel so lost and so overwhelmed with this whole world of clothes and fashion and people telling them you should buy this because it's going to make your life better or don't buy this, wear this, choose this, you need to update this. You, oh, the overwhelm is it's ridiculous. And even for somebody like myself, who's a professional in this, find it overwhelming. So for me, I want people to look in the mirror and see who they really are and get back to who they really are and then feel how they really are. So for me, it's about confidence and it's about making sure you feel how you want to look. So I can put some, anybody in an outfit and it will pretty much look great on them if it's the right thing for them. But I can't stop them feeling that they don't still look good in the mirror. And that's what I want. I want you to be able to put the clothes on and have that confidence. And it's a bit like I was saying earlier, my wardrobe now is quite streamlined. It's quite simple. I have formulas that I work to. If I'm going out rather than stressing, I'll put on one of my go-tos, even if I've worn that the last 20 times I've been out, it doesn't bother me. And I will go out and have that great time. For me, it's about not getting in that mindset where you're spiraling down, 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 and you end up either going out and not, not having a great time or you don't go. Mm. So for me, there's a, it's a huge process. It's four hours and people think, well, that sounds like hours and it flies because for me, it's like, how much can I give you? How much information can I give you? How much can I change your life? So to speak, because we all have to get dressed every day. And as much as that sounds really silly, if I can take away the stress of getting dressed, you can get on with most more fun things. You can go and do the experiences. You can go and be who you want to be. You can grow into whoever you want to be. Ideally looking really stylish along the way. But again, just being comfortable, just feeling like yourself again. 
I don't want anybody to go into the world thinking that they have to dress a certain way or look like me or dress like her over there or this influencer. It's just how they they want to be. And I've worked with people who are in their 20s to their, I think the last person I had was their 80th birthday before Christmas. So I did the daughter's 40th and the mum's 80th. And it was amazing. Um, but again, I don't care how old you are. I don't care where you've come from. I don't care if you're... Um, a size 8, 28, I don't care if you're tall, short, I don't, literally I just want to help everybody to feel how I feel they should. Nobody mm. should feel rubbish over clothes. Clothes are just clothes, but they hold this power over us and they take so much energy from us. And I always say to people, if there's something not right with our heads, we go to a therapist. I have a therapist. I think she's phenomenal. I'm very proud to say I have a therapist. But if, again, you said at the beginning of that, oh, this is my stylist. And it does sound quite fancy, but actually, at the same time, it it's transformed something in you that was just not quite what you wanted it to be. I'd say overnight, but you know what I mean, over a, a period of time. Mm. Why do why do we not reach for help when we when it's something like clothing or something for ourselves or something for us? And I think, especially at this time of year when everybody's like, thinking about themselves and hopefully putting themselves forward a little bit or first rather, I think it's something to think, do you know what, what could make my life a little bit easier? Is it this? Is it that? Could I, could I do this? Could I try something different? It has, if something's not been working. Mm-hmm. And again, that's how I run with my sessions. It's like, I think probably with yourself, we started off with some like quite easy outfits and then we got more and more crazy and then I'll push and push and push to a limit for you to then think, well, if my confidence really grows, I could wear that one day. But at the moment, I'm going to go in baby steps. Yeah. So we're going to try this. We'll add this. And like you were saying with the pink coat, this pink coat of yours is absolutely beautiful. But most people might put it on and be like, oh, this is a real special coat. Or save for best. Oh, I hate the expression save for best. Don't save anything for best. Best is going to Tesco. Best is just literally being out. Best is just putting it on and feeling bloody fabulous. Even if you're wearing that bright pink coat with just some really nice jeans and a T-shirt and a pair of nice trainers, it's every day is best. So that's kind of how I want people to feel. And that's kind of what I do. Um, Like I say, we worked out what you didn't like, but actually you did. And I think we only got rid of one jumper, didn't we? And that's just because it was a bit bobbly or had a hole in or something or other that wasn't (laughs) fixable. Um, So we kept everything. But yeah, we look at what you don't wear and why. And hopefully we can transform that into wearing and wearing multiple times. Um, We look at what suits you. We look at what prints you like, colours you like. And then I'll try and make everything work hard. So if you've got a dress that you love, I will try and give you at least three to five ways to wear that dress. And we'll look at a summer dress that might be able to wear for winter, for example, or that you can wear with boots, you can wear with trainers, you can wear with sliders, you can wear with denim shirt, denim jacket, leather jacket. Do you know what I mean? Multiple, multiple ways. For me, clothes are there to be worn not to just sit looking pretty in your wardrobe gathering dust so that's kind of in a nutshell <laughs> I don't know if that answers the question oh no it totally does it I just I kind of want to get across the value of this because I I, I wasn't sure what to expect so I knew I was getting four hours of your time yeah and the value of it to me was insane because not only did I not have to completely generate a new wardrobe so I didn't have to go out and buy a bunch of stuff I did go and buy a couple of things um but I didn't need to uh, because of what what you were able to do with what I already had and I think we only got through about a third of my wardrobe yeah well say a third of my autumn winter wardrobe so um coming back to sort me out for spring (laughs) summer um so that within that four hours it's absolutely incredible what goes on and uh you know just I love that phrase of like making things work hard because there are so many things in my wardrobe that had just sat there and boy have they been working hard and I've been really enjoying uh wearing clothes and putting outfits together whereas in the past I mean like every day every day was one of two things it was either I'll just wear the same thing because then it's easy yeah or it would be a level of unnecessary thinking and stress about trying to find something that's going to work, knowing that I need to take the kids to school and, you know, it's raining outside and I might have to run and then I've got to go and walk the dogs and then I'm going to be on a Zoom call and people are going to see me from the waist up and, you know, all all of that stuff. And 
it, it was just unnecessarily stressful. And it's interesting because you and I were talking just before we started recording. So I was talking about the, the live alcohol experiment, the work that I'm doing there. And uh, I, I use that phrase about th the, the amount of time that gets sucked up thinking about drinking and how energetically draining that is. And you uh, connected the, the same thing with thinking about what to what to wear. And it's right, like the amount of my time that was energetically sucked from me in trying to figure out what to wear and worrying about how I look in something or, um, you know, kind of making myself feel bad about my appearance. And like, it, it it's so undermining to ourselves. And we we just, we, we don't need any of that. So to be able to, like, I, I, I don't know that I can kind of get across how, transformative it was you know from kind of the before to the after in terms of like how I felt about myself my ability to dress myself as a 43 <laughs> and but to to feel that level of of confidence and you know it, I, I remember thinking because so when Charlotte was with me she took photographs of everything and at the beginning of it I, I felt extremely self-conscious because I hate having my picture taken and I don't think I even wanted to like look at, you know, you taking it. So I was kind of like trying to turn my head away and all of this business. And then and then I just kind of forgot that that's what was going on because from that moment where I saw myself for the first time in a long time, it, it was like all of this stuff just fell away. And, and, and so I had a level of comfort because there I am, like I'm not feeling self-conscious anymore because I feel like myself. And the really interesting thing was I'd convinced myself that I would have hated the pictures that I was going to, you know, that were going to come back to me ultimately to show yep. me uh, what we'd created or what you'd created for me. And, and those pictures that you sent through, I was like, I was stunned with some, I was like, I actually look really nice. And, and, and I have to interrupt to say, and I am not a photographer at all. And I think when I saw you, it was days before I was getting a new phone. So I was really stressed about it. <laughs> Um, can I just mention three things I've just literally come to mind about what you just talked about? Um, the first one is um, I always say to people about putting on an outfit that makes them feel. This is the only way I can describe it. And it's, it is a bit rubbish, but it's a bit meh. So that horrible noise. You put something on and you go out and you don't really like what you're wearing. It doesn't make you feel good. It's probably not doing anything much for you. And you might be right. It's You've worn it like 20 times already that month or whatever, that week even. And it's just a bit bleh, And you just put it on and off you go. And it does make you feel a bit rubbish. I had an outfit like this in the summer. Bearing in mind, I'm a stylist. This is my job. And I put these trousers on that I love. But COVID obviously had um, something to do with a few extra pounds. And they are a bit short because they feel I feel them out a bit more. Anyway, I put them on. I'd got this scene outfit on Pinterest. I recreated it myself. I loved everything. I loved the outfit. I loved everything. And then I caught sight of myself in a mirror and I was like, oh God, this really hasn't worked. No wonder I'm feeling a bit rubbish because genuinely I thought it wasn't quite right. And that's as somebody who does this for a living. So for me, I'm like, right, I everybody can do this. I put that on. I felt a bit crap. I was like, oh, I'm in a foul mood now because I don't know what I'm wearing. And, I'm, and I just got all grumpy with myself. And obviously I didn't rage home and get changed. I carried on with my day. I then washed them, ironed them, put them to charity and off they went to merry little way because there was nothing I could do about those trousers. And what I do say to people when I'm with them is, A, let's think sustainability wise. Let's see if you're going to give something away, if you could sell something and make a few pounds off it, great. Because then that goes back into your wardrobe. If you've got someone you can give it to, if you can mend it, if you can debobble it, if you can do something to it to keep those clothes going. Um, that was one thing that I was going to say as well later about sustainability. But if you've got an outfit that makes you feel a bit meh, it is going to bring your mood down. So ro rolling on from that, I also have in front of me this high vibe emotions and low vibe emotions, um, like graph thing in front of me that I keep on my work desk. And it's about raising your vibration and keeping your vibration high. So looking at things that bring you joy, gratitude, kindness, enthusiasm, hope, confidence. That's where I want people's wardrobes to get to. And it sounds crazy, but that whole meh gross outfit that made me feel rubbish sat at the low emotions the low vibe of fear anger crossing myself for wearing something that just didn't fit sad anxious worried it sounds ridiculous these are just clothes however 
putting on an outfit that doesn't either make you feel good, show off your best bits, um, just looks put together and feels good, whether that is literally jeans and a t-shirt or whether that's a dress for a party or a wedding, it is a huge, it gives a huge impact on how you feel about yourself. Mm. And same with photos, so it links onto photos. I feel so, so much responsibility taking photos of outfits for people to have as a reminder of what they wore on the day because it goes so fast people can't remember and I don't expect them to so I take hundreds and I take hours editing them because I'm so worried that they will forget how great they felt in that photo in in that sorry in that outfit at that time how brilliant it was and I then took a really crap photo and I was like oh god so I do it on live I make sure that I've got the bestest one I can possibly have if I need to lighten it or something just so they can see because obviously I don't want to faff around with somebody too much because I know how I don't like having my photo taken and I have to for social media. So for me, going into someone's house and taking hundreds and hundreds of photos of them, I totally get how it's really hard. But for me also, I want to make sure they have that outfit on their phone to revert, to go back to because we we were, you and I maybe came up with, I don't know, say 60 outfits or something. I don't know, possibly even more than that. Um, the other day I went to somebody's house, a client that I see regularly. We had a two hour session just to do her Christmas, New Year, and it was actually her 40th birthday. And we did 35 outfits in two hours mm-hmm. from her wardrobe already. She didn't need to buy anything. And she was like, I'm set. In fact, I don't I like you. I don't have enough places to go. And I sent her through all the photos and she was like, brilliant. I popped them in my album and then I've got all my photos. And that's like her Bible. Oh, I don't know what to wear today. Quick flash through. Have a look, have a look, have a look. Um, so it was just really interesting that you were saying about that because I do get people as well. I chop heads off. That sounds awful. Um, but I sometimes take a photo and I think the person looks beautiful. And I just hope that when I send it to them, they realise that. But I chop heads off so people don't think about their heads. They look at the clothes. They remember how they felt. Again, we've all had photos that we've seen in the past where we felt amazing in our outfit. And then we see the photo. I had this really recently. See the photo and we think, oh, I look awful. Mm. But you didn't. You genuinely didn't. It's just a crap photo. I always mm. say to people, when I do my Instagram photos, I probably take 50 and pick one that's all right. Because I don't like it either. Um, and I was somewhere recently in an amazing outfit. And I had a photo taken. And I was in my element at this fashion show, having the best time of my life, best night. I'd got a £500 dress on. I felt amazing that I'd been lent. Um, and then one photo came through and I was like, oh, it's awful. And I had to pull myself together because I was like, no, I looked great. That outfit was great. You've just taken enough photo. So for me, the photos are actually, gosh, so important. It stresses me out because <laughs> I say to my husband, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do these photos. And then he comes back in and I'm still on the sofa editing them an hour later. And he's like, have you done them and sent them? And I'm like, no, no, because they might think this doesn't look right or this doesn't look right. But actually it's the clothes. It's the outfits. Those are the things that will give you the confidence. And also, um, I think we spoke about this at the time. I'll, I want people to show off their good bits not their, and not worry about their bad bits. So mm-hmm. if people are like, oh, I don't want the tops of my arms. If I don't like this, I don't like that. I say to them, okay, don't worry about that. What do you like? Let's show the bits off about you you like. Because those mm-hmm. bits that you don't like, we'll just try and ignore them and they'll just go away. And it's the same with confidence dressing as well. It's like eventually people do send me messages quite often with outfits saying, Oh, I've forgotten how much I didn't like my arms now. And I uh, I brought this strappy top and I love it because of the colour, because of the shape, for example, those sorts of things. So, again, I've probably gone off on a tangent. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to get those things across because, for me, those are so, so important. The photos are important. How you feel in the clothes is important. And also about giving this energy. Don't let the clothes take away your like energy because they just they don't deserve it for a start save your energy for the fun stuff like we said earlier um and save it for things that are far more important by getting your wardrobe in order to a state that it needs to be to get you through however long you need it to get through the next few years until you see someone again the next like that lady said through christmas um there's always there's always um an excuse to see me of course but again I try and see people and give them as much of me as I can because I don't want people to have to like rely on me as such I want to give them lots of um confidence and empower them with oh I can do this I'm gonna go shopping and I know what I'm doing I'm gonna go and order something and I know that it will fit or it'll be the right style or actually I'll just send Charlotte a message and say do you like this and I'll know I know their wardrobes and I'll say yes that's perfect get it like you did the other day. <laughs> yes, yeah, my shopping trip to London. Yeah. I was on speed dial. If I can Look reply, at this. yeah, if I can reply straight away, 
absolutely <laughs> it's no problem for me because I want that the other thing is as well I used to work in buying so I know how clothes are made I know how long that process is and I get really like this sounds really silly now but I get really sad when people have clothes just hanging in their wardrobe they don't wear because those clothes have taken blood sweat and literally probably tears to get there um from sitting at that like literally that level of right this is next season we're going to work on this to hanging there to being worn and then like even things like wedding outfits that people have in their wardrobes that just sit there I get really like oh okay if you can't wear this there's just no point keeping it or if something's three or four sizes too small for you again I will talk to somebody about that and encourage them and say do you know what just just don't keep it don't keep that guilt clothing that again guilt clothing going to bring your energy levels down you don't want that in your wardrobe I recently got rid of all my jeans post pre-baby sorry um but even if I was that size ever again in my life I don't even I don't even want them the mm. guilt clothes they sit there look at me and say oh you used to be this size in the millions of years ago when I probably drank too much smoked too much ran on energy was in my 20s I'm far happier now and I think that's again another thing that's really important to say as well I know I've talked about it a lot but being in my 40s and seeing women in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, we all go through so much in these sort of these years. And actually, it's all about acceptance and embracing who we are right now. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that's incredibly important that I wanted to talk about with you is. And again, we both have this real, real same feeling about it. It's accepting who you are now, dressing for who you are right this second and next mm -hmm. week and next the next six months. Things are going to change. Our bodies are going to change so much. I mean, I've never seen so many naked bodies, I have to say. <laughs> My husband always jokes about it. And I say that to him. Again, I'll go to someone's house and they'll start off getting changed in another room. Within 10 minutes, they're like, do you mind if I just do it in here? And I'm like, of course not. Like, of course not. Like, I see women all the time like this. Just, just, just do what's right for you. Do whatever's comfortable. Because if you're feeling comfortable around me, we can work together so much better and so much quicker. Um, and seeing that in somebody as well, like I always know that I've got there, I've done something within an hour if they're like walking around just in their underwear, just throwing this there everywhere, whatever. Because I think, oh, you feel better already. And we haven't even started much on the clothes. I just thought this is going to sound really appealing to folks. So, so what, I'm going to be walking around in my underwear crying after an hour. Yes. <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> and then you'll send me so many messages after saying thank you. And I'll be like, you're welcome. <laughs> That's what I mean. What a job. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Goodness me. It is amazing. <laughs> oh, it's, um, I, I just hope that it, it's kind of coming across the, the, the level of transformation that's, that's available and the, the, the freedom, the, oh, you know, it, it was just such a wonderful experience and you are so, highly skilled at what you do and it's and it's not just I mean clearly you know you, you you're skilled as a stylist as uh you know all of the the years that you've had in fashion and um but but it's it's more than that it's 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 how you nurture your clients it's how you you take care of people from as I said from kind of the first touch point that I had with you to you know, you coming into my home and it's a personal thing, isn't it? We have absolutely into your home. Oh, I always feel that's um, a real thing as well. You're inviting me into your home. So I always like, again, I say to my husband, I always say thank you for having me because I am coming into your home. I'm coming into your home and you're getting unchanged and into your clothes that you might not even like in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's that's hard. And mm. I appreciate that more than I can ever even explain because that is hard. And if somebody had done that to me in my 20s, I would have cried on them and told them, no, go away, I can't cope. And I think, mm -hmm. sorry to interrupt you, but I think that's why, like, I genuinely care. Like, I can't ever explain that to somebody enough. But I, I, I mean, it depends how much you want me to go into on here. And I'm happy to be very open about everything. But I genuinely, genuinely can't bear the thought of anybody feeling down or bad or guilty or any of those awful words anxious sad about clothes because we are so much more than our clothes and if I can fix that for somebody or even just help them a little bit and then they get back to where they were sometimes I literally just in the nicest possible way I could say I find their style mojo or I get or I just give them a little gentle kick up the bum again and they get back to where they were and they're like oh I'm fine now I'm on my way some people need a lot of help and that's fine too some people mm -hmm. need a little bit and that's fine I'll always work it out and I'll give them exactly what I can in the most 
kindest, compassionate way I possibly can, because that's what I would have wanted. Somebody to do that for me years ago would have literally changed my life for the last 20 years. And actually, yeah. that's where I want people to be like, do you know, what? I've had enough of this. I've had enough of feeling like this over clothes and wardrobe because it isn't just clothes and wardrobe. And what I genuinely, genuinely do want to sort of say is I've had experience of feeling so much self-hatred. Um, I had an eating disorder in my teens. It destroyed me. And I still fight with it every day. I still fight with that whole, oh, do I look all right? Do I not look all right? And actually having that armour and those clothes to put on and having a clearer, more easy to work out what I'm going to wear wardrobe has changed my life. So mm. if I can do that for somebody else, I want to do that more than I can ever imagine. And my husband says to me, he says, I can tell you've been to work today. You're so much nicer. Because <laughs> I get home and I'm like a different person because I've changed that person's outlook. I've changed that person to be where they want to be. Mm. I will never also, I just want to caveat that with, I will never push somebody to be something they don't want to be. So mm. and people sometimes say to me, oh, will you just dress me like you? Or will you just dress me like whatever? I don't know. And I'll be like, no, absolutely not. We'll get to it. It will happen. And it's sometimes quite magical. And it's sometimes it's like it might take me a little bit longer because I want to really work out who you are and where you want to be. And then all of a sudden it will just happen. And then it'll be like, oh, off we go. Bang. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. But it is, it is, it's really quite deep. And I think sometimes even my friends, I don't think they get it. I don't think they understand. I think they think I just play dress up, which I love. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But it's not that. It really isn't that. It is so transforming. It's like, it's so, oh, it's so much more than that. And I it think is. once you experience what it is and you've experienced like that whole transformation and that whole like, oh, I like what I'm wearing now. And like you say, we only did a third of your wardrobe and like another few sessions together and you'll be literally flying. You won't need me. You could, we could just go for coffee then. <laughs> and that's the thing though. Even my clients end up being really good friends with me because I think they they sort of, a lot of them say to me, oh, I've, I've got this idea for you and I've got this idea. And somebody the other day said to me, they're a photographer, can I style their shoots? Because they loved what I did with them. I think this whole community of like women together, supporting each other and being there for each other, is very different to what I grew up in. I grew up at um, an all-girls school. I was bullied because I was tall, because I was really tall and bad. Um, I was bullied about my legs, my knees, my this, my that. And it's like, oh my goodness, like, women shouldn't be like this to each other and I feel that like our generation definitely um I can see it younger as well we we need to stick together we need to help each other out and we need to give each other the empowerment and this whole sort of um I don't know this that take this overwhelm out of whatever we're in and and fix each other what's that, that expression you can about fixing another woman's crown not telling her it was crooked or something so just quickly sorting oh, yes. something out rather than saying oh do you realize that you know your crown's got all a bit just fix it just help them and let them carry on on their way and be supportive of each other because that's what I feel is is going to make the world go around so to speak <laughs> leave mm. our energy again it's energy isn't it put that energy into really positive changing life-changing behaviors situations everything like that and like let's just be like this whole sort of tribe together of like going through this crazy life <laughs> very well dressed yes <laughs> feeling great <Looking> awesome <laughs> yeah. and those days that you don't want to look awesome I always say that to people as well I'm like that's fine what's wrong with that like mm. I have posh joggers that I will in fact my favorite outfit over Christmas was my berry colored joggers that I got from next that were really cheap and cheerful they look like adidas ones and I wore them with a leather jacket and a sweatshirt and my trainers and I was like oh my lord I'm loving this I'm literally out in a tracksuit but I feel super stylish because again I want people to dress comfortably as well I don't want people to be like putting things on and like oh I'm going to squeeze myself into these stupid jeans and I'm no life's mm. too short for that the other thing as well is with jeans talking about jeans quickly um I always spend a lot of time with people talking about jeans jeans are one of the most awful things to buy in the world and they're really hard to buy but again through my sessions with people I also give them tips like for for example try always try two pairs of jeans on in the same size and people look at me like I'm bonkers and I explained to them why. So again, that all goes back to the sort of working in the fashion industry for so long. I can tell people why things do and don't work. Mm. Because I think sometimes we want to know. We think it's us. We think it's our bodies that are wrong. I always say to people as well, you'd go and buy a size, what, seven shoe. If you're, I'm a size seven shoe. Um, if it doesn't fit, you just buy the next size. But if you have to buy a different size of jean, it's like you've done something really wrong and you're punishing your body because you need a different size. 
you don't know how they fit or whether they are actually made the right size. So again, that's a huge transformation thing as well, because people suddenly realize it actually doesn't matter. That sizing is a guide. It's not there to define you. You're not mm-hmm. this size. And that's your, that's your ultimate, like, look at me. I'm a size 10, 12, 14, 16, whatever. It's utter bollocks. Sorry to swear, but it's utter bollocks. I apologize for oh. swearing on here. <laughs> With a bit of blue. I, I do get a bit cross, especially talking about sizing, because I see it break people. Mm. I'm like, don't let it break you. It's a load of rubbish. Mm. Think about men. Men really like. I love. I love my husband. I love men. I've got a son. Of whatever. But at the same time, they go in and buy a size whatever medium jumper. No, oh, I'll do. I'll go and buy a, I don't know, 34, 32 trouser. Yep, done. And you're like, oh, it's easy for you, isn't it? <laughs> you go and just buy your quick whatever it is you're gonna go and buy i'll go and try on 25 pairs of jeans and feel crap again just starbucks or whatever <laughs> it's so true um but then i have worked with men as well so i do sometimes help men with their clothing as well but it's women mostly that i sort of get behind and get going <laughs> well I'm just, I'm just so glad that you found your calling because it, it the service that you provide is it it is magical and it is very, very special and it, and it's beyond, you know, what you would think of it on kind of the shop front and yeah. the, the level of care, like it, 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 I, I just get so excited when I connect with people, uh, particularly, particularly entrepreneurs and business people that have created a business that is heart centered. Like it's, it, it has a, a really strong origin story, which yours has, you know, when you were saying about like, I've created something that I wish I had some years ago. Like mm. that's that's why it is so um, fantastic what you're doing. Such uh, it, it's such a great business model because it, it's you. Like all the way through, it's you. And I just that's one of the reasons I wanted to get you on here because I just knew like it's it. You know, this isn't the typical kind of of subject matter that that we have on this podcast. But that moment, that moment of me seeing myself for the first time that you, so you'd curated that in the way that you work very skillfully, very tactfully in a very intimate way. And that moment of when you said, is that you Ellie? And I looked at myself in the mirror and had that feeling inside of like, yes, that's me. Like, and I haven't seen her for so long and now, well, she's back. So I just, I really, I wanted people to get even just, you know, the tiniest like sparkle of that essence and and the good news for because we've got a lot of listeners in North America, um, well globally actually. The good news is that if you want to work with Charlotte, you don't need to be physically. It's great to be physically close to you, but they don't. Oh, people don't need to be right. You get the hugs then. because <laughs> you, you work with people globally and and do this online, right? Yeah. So um, I've cut, um, especially through COVID because <laughs> that was a bit nuts. Um, yeah. So I will work with anybody all over the world, and I want to de- genuinely want to. Um, I've got clients in where have I got clients? Portugal, really great client in Portugal. That I work with on their branding quite a lot, so that's brilliant. Um, I've got clients in China, so it's a lot of expats in China, uh, Australia, Nashville, Canada. So I need some more. I need some more everywhere else. I love it. Um, um, strangely, my uh, one of my expat uh, clients came over to the UK and was like, "Let's have a coffee." She's five. Her, her family live five minutes from me. It's oh, life wow. is weird, isn't it? And she was like, "Well, I'm just down in uh, wherever I am near Cambridge." Um, and I was like, "Are you joking?" <laughs> she was like, yeah, "I'm just here." It's amazing how the world works. But yes, virtually work just as well because people think that how can I do this virtually? It's, it's just as good. It's only three hours, so it's three hours' time, and I just ask you to do a little bit more prep, but it's pretty simple. Um, a little bit more prep. We have a big chat, and then I often have, like, a catch-up afterwards. So that's the other thing I wanted to say. Um, but, again, I don't think it's specifically to me, but it's how I want to work, is I will always say to somebody, do you want to have a catch-up? And if, if I feel like it – there's two things. One is if I feel like they're still struggling, I will – try and think of another thing to do because I can just take them shopping afterwards as well so I do do personal shopping too um but I would never take someone personal shopping without having done their wardrobe because sometimes I think people just think it's a quick fix and actually Mm -hmm. it's much easier to sort out what you've already got and get to where you already are um but actually yeah so I can take somebody shopping as well and do that but also I do like a check-in so when I do virtual it's quite often that we'll have a quick check-in a few weeks later and just say look how are you feeling since our edit 
Are you feeling a bit better? Have there been any questions? I always say to people, just I'll email over feedback. I'll email over um, a summary with some things for them to remember and maybe to stick up on their desk or in their wardrobe. But then also I'll say to them, look, honestly, if there's anything afterwards, that you're like, oh, I wish I'd asked you that. I don't want to be there to hold your hand and then just be like, right, see you later. I've got my money. I'm going to cut and run. That is just, again, not me at all. I want to know that a few weeks later, you're not suddenly thinking, oh, I've forgotten everything. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. And you're in that same place because for me, that is just not what it's about. It is about making sure that it has changed your life in a positive way and that you're still feeling good X amount of months, years later. Whether that's that we, like with yourself, we've done some autumn winter, let's do some spring summer. Then by next autumn winter, you might be like, can you pop over for two hours? Or actually, I'm feeling brilliant. I'm all right. I'm rocking and rolling and I'm off now. That's good to you. Because again, probably not the best business model, but I want to give people as much as they can for their money because that's important to me, especially in a cost of living crisis. And again, I always say to people, look, it's £200 to have me for four hours plus the before and after. What could you go and buy for that? What could you actually go and buy for that money that's going to make you feel better? Or what are you going to go and buy shopping-wise? Or how many outfits can you actually create with that? Because sometimes I think people don't see the value like you, you were talking about earlier yeah. in investing in themselves, but they'll go out shopping with their mates and buy something or go for lunch or whatever and have a nice time. But it hasn't really changed much. All it's mm-hmm. done is actually just that put a plaster over something and then next time it'll be just the same. Yeah. Um, and like, I'm not here to sort of like say, yes, you should do this and you should do that. But at the same time, I, I've seen so much value in it. That's why I'm so passionate about it. Like I say, I, I hug nearly all my clients. I always hug them goodbye anyway, but... Um, I always give them a hug if somebody breaks down on me. So I've had people that have had um, issues with babies or they've been through a really tough menopause or they've got divorced or they've had miscarriages or something's just really rocked them. I will literally sort of almost pause the edit, sit them down and say, look, let's have a coffee. Let's stop. Let's stop for a minute and let's do this. And then add the time on the end or whatever. Because for me, that is still part of the sessions, so to speak. And when you're saying about sort of how much I, I, again, it's the compassion. It's that... I want you to feel good. You've invested in me. I'm here to invest in you. I'm not here to take your money and run. That's just not what I'm about. It's very much coaching. It's very much like, um, sorry, we're only talking about virtual, aren't we? (laughs) I'm just saying it's still the same as somebody virtually as well. (laughs) I'm still there to invest in you. I'm still there to be there to answer your questions. And I'm still there to help you transform your wardrobe. Oh, I've got an amazing client actually in Berlin as well that I work with quite regularly who actually came over to London. And again, we went out for lunch and she sends me all the Berlin style. And I love it because she's like, look at this. Do you like this? Do you like this? Um, But I know her wardrobe inside out because we've worked on it so much. So again, it works amazingly wherever you are in the the world. Um, It's just the timeframes. You just have to, I'm really non-techie as Ellie knows. Um, <laughs> so you just have to really, really tell me what time is the right time <laughs> so that I don't mess up. But also on that as well, I do do weekends and I will do evenings, no problem. And I do early mornings because I've got small children. So for people all over the world, I always say to them, it's fine, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. If it's going to help you, we will work it out. But equally, if you just want to have a fun wardrobe and you just want to have somebody come in and give you great outfits, and you're happy as you are, that's fine too. But most of the time, it's a, it's definitely a, let's sort this out because there's something in here that's uh, telling me I'm not looking how I want to look. Yeah. But we do, I do do confident and, and non-confident. <laughs> well, I, I, I can highly recommend it. It's, of all of the things that I've invested in for myself, uh, it's, it's right up there. And the, the, the value, as I say, was absolutely insane. Um, there's a client I worked with many years ago and she used this term and it, it's a wonderful thing to think about. She she used to talk to me, she used to say to me, Ellie, you're, as my coach, you're on my wellness team. And I used to feel really important I'm on her wellness oh, team. And I'm like, I have my own wellness team now. And there are certain people on there. So everyone's heard about my acupuncturist and Charlotte, you're on my wellness team. You know what? I you- absolutely love that expression. It's brilliant. You need one. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so that's I, a brilliant thing to say. Sorry. I just love that. I'm gonna write it down. <laughs> yes, on my wellness team. So I just I'm I'm so thankful that uh well I'm so thankful that the universe um had us uh, meet. I'm so thankful that you've afforded your time to come and talk to us on here. And what I'd love you to do is just leave everybody with your Instagram handle, where to find you, anything that you've got um that you want to share with folks that's um happening in your world at the minute. Okay, so first of all, thank you for having me and 
you can be on my wellness team too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you can find me at uh, www.thecharlotteedit.co.uk where you can also subscribe to my newsletter. I'm going to say it's monthly. Sometimes it's every five to six weeks, depending on uh, what I'm doing. Um, you can also find me over at Instagram on at the Charlotte underscore edit, which will pop in the show notes. Um, but you can also as well. So if you go onto any of these things, you can find me on Facebook. But I'll be honest, I'm not that great over on there anymore. <laughs> I just tend to go on Instagram. If you want to talk to me genuinely about anything or have a call and just see if something's right for you, I will always, always make time to speak to anybody because if it isn't right for them right now in their life, that's fine too. But if you're just thinking, do you know what? I want to talk to you, but I don't really know what I want. I'm not sure where I'm at. I don't know what to do. Um, Please, please, please get in touch because if we can have five minutes together, 10 minutes, 20 minutes on the phone, we can work out if it's going to be the right thing for you or not. And when we can do it, when we what, what works with you as well. Like I said earlier, I will always try my best to make sure that I can speak to you when it works with you. I'll happily hold babies if you've got new babies that you need babies to be held whilst you try on clothes and have an edit with me. That's always <laughs> a perk to the job. Um, and also work at weekends, et cetera, et cetera, as well. I'm happy to travel. I'm happy to do whatever's necessary. So, yeah, send me a message. Talk to me. I will never, ever ignore you. So if I have ignored you, it's because I haven't seen it. So chase me as well. <laughs> you just reminded me about when you said about holding babies. You're like, uh, is it the Queen that used to hold babies and kiss babies and hold puppies? Or anyway, I think so. But, um, you, you've got the most adorable dog. I was just thinking about oh, that picture have. that you shared of your dog. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I thought that was what everyone wanted to see at Christmas. They didn't want me in an outfit. They wanted to see my dog. Oh, yeah, nine-month-old Otis. I'm surprised he's being really quiet because I had a call with somebody the other day to talk about menopause, which, again, is something I'm fascinated and seem to know about now. Um, and he was barking the whole time. I had to keep running out to let him in, out, in, out. It's like a child. Oh, well, he'd be very welcome. <laughs> Everyone's probably heard the beagles snoring through this one. And, um, we'll have to see if we can share Yeah, don't mind puppies either, uh, babies, puppies. Because people sometimes say to me, oh, I've got a baby at home, though. And I'm like, yeah, that's all right. I'll work around it. And I'll always build in extra time if there is a baby because sometimes, you, you know, you need to go and feed them. You need to go and do something. I'm not very much, you know this, I'm not very to the book. It's like four hours, bang, off I go. No, not a chance. I'll be like, oh, let's just sit and have a cuddle, a baby cuddle, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Charlotte, thank you so much for coming on. It's been really, really wonderful to spend the time with you. And uh, I, I just hope the essence of, you know, what, what you do has come across in this episode because it was utterly utterly transformative and wonderful for me so thank you so so much thank you so much for having me and honestly this has been brilliant um and it's just been so lovely to meet you honestly it's it's just great thank you Mwah. all right folks well, i hope you've enjoyed it and um we'll see you next tuesday <laughs>